how can just one hour a day, like you don't need to free up all the hours, just a little bit to able to get you closer to your dreams. Welcome to Intentional Living with Atusa. In this podcast, we talk about all topics of self-development. My goal is to help you show up as the best version of yourself so that you can live the life you truly want for yourself. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, I want to ask you to share the episodes that have really made an impact in your life. I really want to be able to reach people that are struggling with the same issues, but they might not know that there's a way out or they don't know that there's a better way of doing things. So if something has really helped you, just do the good deed of being able to spread that to someone that is also going through the same struggles. I would really greatly appreciate it. Hey guys, so in this episode, we are going to be talking about how to make time to be able to create the dream life that you have, the dream vision that you have for yourself. My job as a life coach when my clients come to me is to help bring that vision that they have for their future and help them actually make it into reality. We identify together the steps required to help them get closer to their goals and closer to the vision that they have for themselves. But what a lot of times also happens is that they feel like they don't have enough time to dedicate to the steps needed to create their dream life. So if you have... Other stuff going on, let's say you have your full time job or you have your family to take care of or you're in school and you want to create a different future for yourself than the one that you have right now, that will require time, that will require attention, that will most of the time require money as well to be able to dedicate to something, invest that time into doing the tasks needed to create that vision that future version of yourself that you want. I truly believe that if you have something that comes up in your head of something that you want for yourself, your desires are what maps the road to your destiny. So if something pops up in your head and you want it or you see someone else having something and you feel that like you gravitate towards it or maybe you feel envious of it, those are the things that is worthwhile accomplishing in your life. And in order to do those things, sometimes we got to learn how to make time and make it non-negotiable, make time for our dreams, make time for the things that are important to us rather than have it as the last thing in our priority, having it as the last thing after we put out the day-to-day fires that are constantly going on and then there not being enough time for the things that are truly important to us. So I read this term on a study around time that's like, that majority of the population are in chronic time poverty. And I just love the word chronic time poverty. Chronic meaning it's never ending, like it's recurring for long term. And time poverty, like not knowing where the time went, not having enough of it, and just having scarcity around time. When we think about money poverty, money scarcity, those are things that we're already familiar with. But what's also so much more I feel like common and a lot less talked about or a lot less um, focused on trying to solve is time poverty because we are constantly thinking that it is just normal to be busy all the time and sometimes we even think that is a sign of being significant or being important if I'm busy all the time like people that are really important they're busy all the time so if I am a CEO and if I am the president and if I um, am really successful in my business then that means I should be busy all the time which is not the case 
being busy, as Tim Ferriss says, is a form of laziness, lazy thinking and indiscriminate action. Being busy is most often used as a guise for avoiding the few critically important but uncomfortable actions. So how often do we spend our days filling up our days with things that we think are productive, but we're just basically avoiding the few things that we truly truly know we need to get done to move us forward. And if you want to create your dream life, if you want to have the body that you want, if you want to have the dream career that you want, the dream business that you want, the dream house and the car that you want, the dream relationships that you want, it is going to take consistent time and effort. And you're most likely will need to tend to those areas continuously for the rest of your life. You will not just achieve a certain goal and it having been maintained with your physical health, with your business, with your finances. It will require continuous action, continuous persistent action for the rest of your life, even after you've achieved your goals. So this means that no matter what you have going on in your life right now, if you want to accomplish more than the majority of people do, accomplish with their lives or accomplish with their time, you will need to learn how to manage your time better and utilize the same 24 hours that allows people like Bill Gates to accomplish amazing big things in the world versus someone that does not. So to get started, here's a definition of time management that I found. It is a form of decision making used by the individuals to structure, protect, and adapt their time to changing conditions. Your time is your most valuable and your only non-renewable asset. It is what you basically make money and eventually try to get more, try to buy back your time. Because what we want with our free time is also have the money to be able to do and do the things that we want, experience the things that we want. But at the end of it, what we're really after is free time. So realizing that it is our most valuable asset that we have it is the only thing that we cannot get more of we can start to pay more attention to it we can start to learn how to protect it how to structure it to get the most out of it now when it comes to time management a lot of people think that it is trying to be being this like overly productive society and trying to be in this like capitalist make you more work more type of thing but it's really not because it helps you not be so overwhelmed it helps you not be stressed everything has a time and place we're not running around with our heads cut off trying to get everything done everything has slowed down when you use time management everything um, you start prioritizing things that truly matter so you don't need to get 20 things done a day you start to realize that there's only a few main tasks that actually drive your life forward and how to just focus more on those things. So time management is truly a form of self-care and it will truly help with your just stress levels, with your well-being. So this is why it matters. So to really get started, here are some unhelpful beliefs that I have noticed either in myself before I implemented time management or my clients thinking that I'm just so busy that there's nothing that I can do, like I'm just reporting the facts to you. I have a lot going on and there's nothing that I can do. That uh, me being busy is someone else's fault or something else's fault because I have kids, because I have these people to take care of, because I have this situation that I have going on and that there's just nothing around it. There's no solutions around it. And another one that we already talked about was thinking that being busy means that you're more important or more significant. And what you really got to think about is like the biggest win that you can have is 
being successful in whatever definition that you have for yourself and whatever accomplishments that you want to have or producing the most or accomplishing the most with the least amount of effort and time and being able to act like have a lot of free time still. I had life coaches that I would be learning from that would be working three days a week and one of them was making 10 million and the other one 50 million working three times a week. So it doesn't like then these are like CEOs of their companies. These are the people that have started these companies. So it's possible. It doesn't necessarily have to be that if I am in this position, I have to be busy all the time. Or that if I am in this position, I will feel more significant if I'm seen as busy all the time. Another unhelpful belief, thinking that you just have to say yes to certain things and realizing that you actually do not have to say yes to anything will help you in really making decisions of what is worth spending your time on and who is worth spending your time on as well. If we're in this constant people-pleasing mode, constantly needing to say yes to other people, constantly feeling like we need to give a lot of ourselves, then that's going to help really fill up our schedule and make zero time to actually invest in ourselves and grow. So if you truly want to learn how to create time for your dream life, the first thing you're going to do is figure out where does the time go? So you got to start actually tracking where is your time going? That's going to sound tedious, but a lot of times like the feedback that I get is like, I don't know where the time went. And I always know where the time went because I can look at my schedule and my work hours are planned. So I know hour by hour where my time actually went. But if you have not done this before, of course, you're not going to be as aware of it. So anything that you track is going to improve anything we bring awareness to. If you want to improve your finances, you track your finances. If you want to improve your time, how to utilize your time, your most valuable asset that you only have like 168 hours a week, you got to start tracking where those hours are going so that you can bring awareness to what are actually the best use of your time. Where is all the time going that you can't spend on the things that truly matter to you? I had a client that I was working with and basically he was telling me that he doesn't know where the time went. And I told him that he needs to start tracking. He started giving me percentages of where he thinks his time went. He's like, oh, it's like 80% work and then school and then 10% like free time. So what I did is I broke down his exact work hours, his commute time and his sleep hours. Some weeks he actually would work more, some weeks he would work less. But after those just the basics just taken out, he still had 35 on one on his uh, shortest weeks and 80 hours on his longest weeks left unaccounted for. And he hadn't tracked it yet. So yes, he there's time that you need for eating, there's time that you need for a shower, whatever else you have going on. But we have way more time than we think. And the time that required to create our dream life, it does not have to be this like crazy amount of hours. If you put in time consistently, an hour a day or a few hours a day consistently, you can accomplish a lot of amazing things in your life. You can create your dream body. You can create your dream life. But we keep thinking that there is not enough time. When we break it down and look at where the time is going, you start realizing but every hour is accounted for, there's more time than we think we have. So you only need to find and free up some of the hours that you have to be able to create the dream life that you actually want for yourself. It is doable. 
you can put anyone can put any amount of hours, at least some amount of hours towards their dream life. What's not going to help you get to your dream life is thinking that I'm too busy. It just can't be done and not ever even trying for it. And the reason why you really need to start to almost like track it or put your hand on the pulse and figure out where is the time going is because days are going to go by, weeks are going to go by, months are going to go by, years are going to go by, and you're going to be wondering what the hell did you do with that time? Because you might not actually be anywhere near the goals that you have for yourself. You'd be moving very slowly or you would not be moving at all. So this is why we need to like slow things down. We need to take like start tracking time, start planning time, start structuring time so that we can get the most out of the time that we have. So that is your first step. Start tracking hour by hour. Where's your time going? And make sure that you have at least like a week track to get a good idea of where you're at get your hand on the pulse, figure it out. So your very next step is to start eliminating things that are not worth your time. You have 168 hours a week. How can you use that 168 hours to bring you closer to the vision that you have of yourself, the dream version of yourself, the compelling vision of your future? How can you use this 168 hours to get you closer to the dream body that you have, to get you closer to the dream finances that you have, to the dream career that you have, dream relationships that you have. All these aspects of your life will require time, will require attention. And you got to start figuring out what is worth investing your time, your most valuable asset in. Imagine your 168 hours being $168,000 that you're deciding what you're going to spend it in. Who are you going to invest it in? And to start realizing that when we keep saying yes to everything or when we mindlessly just um, do things that are not really important in our life, you're choosing to basically throw your money away, throw those hours away that you will never get back. Money you can get back, time you cannot. So you did your tracking for the week. You're going to start realizing what you've spent your time on. You can even look back in the week before if you remember what you spent your time on. And then you're going to start eliminating and realizing that, okay, maybe these things are not worth my time. A really cool tool that you can use is Eisenhower Matrix. And I want you to just be able to Google it to really visualize it. But it has four different quadrants of things that are, you can start like looking at what you're spending your time on. Or even when you make a to-do list, when you've written everything out, you can start to really prioritize using this method of categorizing things as urgent and important and then there's a category of important but not urgent and then a category of it's urgent not important and non non-urgent not important what a lot of us do is fill our days with things that are non-urgent not important things like going on our phone watching tv like things that we procrastinate with or things that we just do to keep ourselves busy when we have things that are urgent and important, when we have things that are truly important but not urgent. And what you start realizing is that the things that are important and not urgent are usually the things that are going to help you create your dream life. Because there tend to be not things that are, I have to do this, like I don't have to go to the gym right now. But that is something that is important that is going to create my dream body. Or I don't have to go and read 
30 minutes a day or I don't have to go spend like two hours um, starting this business, but it is something that's important to me and it's going to create my dream life. So when we start to make time for the things that are important, non-urgent, that's when our life truly changes. So the next step that you want to really take is figuring out how to delegate the things that are that you're actually spending your time on. If I'm like starting to get too busy and feel like I have too much going on, it's either a prioritization problem, like I just need to prioritize better, or I need to start investing into something that can free up my time. So start taking a look at what you're spending your time on. Think about the things that are really time consuming, things that you don't want to spend your time on, things that you're not really good at and figure out ways that you can start creative solutions, that you can start delegating, whether that's for free, whether that's for cheap, whether that is paid. Sometimes we think that things are more expensive than they actually are and we never actually look into like, let's say the majority of my time is spent on cooking or cleaning or groceries. We just assume that something's going to be more expensive but actually do the research, even if you're not going to start right now, because there's so many things that if I need more time, I can start delegating, but I haven't started yet because I know I still have the time and financially it just doesn't really make sense for me right now. But what I have done first is actually learned and figured out how much it costs financially. I don't just put in my brain, think, oh, it's too expensive. And there are certain things that I've already delegated. And there are certain things that I have not delegated because I still have the time. I'm still choosing to do it. For example, a lot of people think that having grocery delivery service is really expensive, but I actually have it at the same amount that it used to be before because I wouldn't pick up random stuff because I'm not going to the grocery in itself. Maybe if the food prices are a little bit more expensive, but I haven't noticed any difference and it has saved me hours. So whatever solutions that you can come up with, even if you don't utilize them, the more options that you've know that you have and the more that you can start to utilize some of those actual solutions that you've brainstormed so even if it is like okay I like truly don't have enough money to delegate it to someone what are some of maybe mutual benefit arrangements that you can make that is for free and it benefits both people so for example uh, I've used this example before but if you have kids and you have like you know someone else that also has kids maybe they can watch both kids on certain days of the week and then you can watch both kids on other days of the week that way it allows you to free up some time and it benefits both people so even like delegating things to your significant other or to your family member with the first step of like really tracking everything that you spent the last week on even when you make your to-do list you're going to go through like the process is the same you're going to go and actually eliminate what's not worth spending your time on you're going to maybe use that Eisenhower matrix to start organizing things and you're going to start to look at ways that you can automate and ways you can delegate. And then the next thing is to actually prioritize what's really the most important to get done. So when you take a look at like your to-do list and you want to figure out what is going to be the most important things, the few important things that I need to get done this week so that if I don't know, if I don't do all the other little stuff, it doesn't really matter. It's usually these few things that are going to drive me forward, that are going to drive me closer to my dreams, drive me forward in my day-to-day responsibilities that I already have. And you can take those things that are the priorities and schedule it earlier in the day or earlier in the week so that you can make sure that those things get done and that we're not using our entire days and weeks procrastinating, trying to avoid those few things. You get it done, 
and you have the rest of the day or rest of the week to do the things you enjoy more. And what's worth mentioning is also being able to use net time, which is no extra time that was used by Tony Robbins. But basically, these are times that you can, let's say that you do not have enough time to read. And instead of finding the time to read, you can choose to listen to an audiobook on your drive to work and back. Some of the things that helped me with my gym goals was with meal prepping, like I usually really didn't like spending any time for cooking. So instead, like I watched TV shows and stuff. So instead, while I was watching TV shows, I would cook and meal prep. Or for example, like trying to get more steps in, I would just go on the treadmill, walk and watch my TV show instead. Or when I'm doing my chores, like I can also watch my TV shows or I can watch like an educational like video or content um, course while I'm like folding laundry, doing other things. So being able to accomplish some of your goals without actually using any more time than you had before. I was also listening to a speech by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know <laughs> I just like try to search out the pronunciation. That wasn't really great either. So basically what he was saying was that when he came to America, he was going to college and he would spend five hours a day at the gym because he had this vision this dream of being Mr. Universe and had this like really exciting like vision for his life so he would spend five hours a day at the gym and because he would not have enough money for like supplements and his gym stuff he would go and work construction and even with that he would take acting classes four hours a day four times a week and he was able to manage to do all of that with the same 24 hours. And he has gone a lot further than how much a lot of other people have gone as well. So what you really got to understand is that if he's able to do all that, and he's like, people come and tell me that they don't have enough time to go to the gym. It's like when you learn how to manage your time, when you start realizing that there's an abundance of time when people say they don't have enough time to do something, you know that it's almost an excuse. And I, it's not something that I'm like, oh, you, that person's purposely like trying to make up an excuse. I, I know that they believe that they don't have enough time. I just don't want you to have your brain trick you into thinking that there's not enough time when there is, there's an abundance of time. All you need to do is learn how to manage it, prioritize it, find solutions for it. And maybe you also need to work on sustainability versus like going to the extremes. Like if you haven't gone to the gym before, going five hours is probably going to lead to you giving up on it. So what can you spend maybe an hour a day doing that would at the end of the year, 365 hours, where would that, how much closer would that get you to the goals that you have, to your dream body, to uh, your dream business or career that you want for yourself how can just one hour a day like you don't need to free up all the hours just a little bit to able to get you closer to your dreams so what I really want you to realize is that time is fluid you can accomplish amazing things with the same 24 hours that you have there are people out there that are accomplishing massive things with the same 24 hours if you're thinking about Bill Gates or if you're thinking about Arnold if these people have the same 24 hours and then if you let your brain start thinking that, oh, those people don't have what I have going on or they don't have the same responsibilities as me or they have more money or they have more um, resources. If you get your brain to like start making excuses, then that you're going to give all your power away that you are someone that is powerful and can also control their time and do amazing things with your own time as well. Because it becomes easier when we start making excuses 
But at the same time, it doesn't help you create change in your life. So I want you to have the dream life that you want. I want you to have the life that is actually like the vision of yourself that makes you excited and can create fulfillment for you. I want you to get there. But to do that, the first step is taking responsibility for where you're at in life right now. So go out there and make the time to create the dream life that you want for yourself. Now, if you're having a hard time actually implementing time management in your life and actually getting yourself to create time for your dream life and actually being able to take the action steps to make it a reality. I would love to help you with that. I have two more spots open for the month of November to take clients on. If you're interested, make sure you fill out the coaching application in the show notes or in the description and I will be able to spend the hour really deep diving into where you're at in life, what you want to truly accomplish, and how it could possibly get you to the dream life that you want. Now, from today on, I want you to make the commitment to never use the word I'm too busy or I'm busy ever again. I want you to comment down below in capitals. I have an abundance of time because you truly do. Now, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will see you next week with another one. Bye.